there and welcome to Evolve This Week's Omnicast, the very first episode. I bet you're wondering, what is an Omnicast? Well, let me tell you, it's not a Facebook Live, it's not a YouTube, it's not a podcast, it's not a blog, it's all of those things. I'm trying to get all the content out there all at the same time to everyone. So just to let you know, there are some notes down here, I'll be referring to them because you know what? I'm only human and I'm doing this live from my kitchen. So what is it all about? Well, I'm Bevan Thompson, also known as The Wellbeing Wiz, and I'm a life coach. I specialize in looking after people with anxiety, helping people manage their anxiety, and helping people get over the problems that is caused by their anxiety. Now, each episode is going to focus on different sort of aspects of that anxiety, how to manage it, how to get over it, give you some tricks and tips, and in the future, maybe look at getting people on to talk about their anxiety, and also maybe you guys sending in some questions and helping me sort of coach you, if you like, live over Facebook. So... Why am I such an expert? That's the first question I've got written down here and the first question I want to share with you guys. Well, I've been there. I suffered from anxiety horribly for years and years and years. I had all the symptoms you can imagine, all the crazy thoughts running through my head. I had so much to worry about all the time. I couldn't control my thoughts. That came along with a lot of symptoms. It came with things like um, sort of sweaty palms, rushing thoughts, lack of concentration. It was just a horrible nightmare. And I, I couldn't go out with friends. I couldn't do the things I wanted to do. I was always scared of the future. My, my thoughts would run away with myself until it got to a point where I just couldn't cope anymore. And I sort of broke down to my wife and I said, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with my life? You know, and I had to really stop and think and study and become a bit of a student of my own anxiety and try and work out how to get over it. I studied for a long time. Um, I looked into sort of all sorts of different theories, different sorts of things. And over that time, I realized that I could manage my own thoughts and I could take control of my life. And with this, I sort of, I found a way to, to, to create a framework. And from that, I started studying um, how to become a life coach and put the framework together. And I've put together the whole thing as the well-being whiz. And now I'm hoping that I can go out there and help other people. So that, that's pretty much how it works. Now, again, I'll look at my notes. I am live, so I've got to keep looking. Now, what, what is this all about? What's, what's the Omnicast today about? Well, today's episode is about fear. And it came about because a friend of mine, Carolyn, who, who helps me with all my marketing um, on the internet and on Facebook and things like that, suggested I do this Facebook Live. And I thought, well, what on earth am I going to do it on? What am I going to talk about? And I was terrified of becoming someone on, on Facebook Live, the actual idea of sort of broadcasting live without being able to edit it and change it and, and sort of do what I wanted. And there's all people watching. Hi there. I didn't think anyone would actually watch. That surprised me. Hello. I didn't realize things were going to pop up on the bottom. Hi there. Um, but yeah, it what what got to me was the fear of being live. And I thought, hang on a minute, what a great topic. We both sat there and we've got it. We'll do the, do the whole thing on fear. So that's what we're going to talk about today, fear. And now fear is very much like anxiety. They both come from the same place. They're from that sort of uncertain corner of your life, things you're worried about in the future, things you're worried about now. So what I decided to do was look up what fear meant. And I looked up on Google, tried to get the definition off the old Googles there. And it said it's an unpleasant emotion caused by the threat of danger, pain, or harm. So I'll read that again. The unpleasant emotion caused by the threat of danger, pain, or harm. That's interesting. It's an unpleasant emotion. It's important to notice that, unpleasant. It's not life-threatening, not gonna kill you. It's an unpleasant emotion. We'll talk about that in a minute. And it's caused by the threat of danger or harm. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> that's nice, little people pop up. That's great, I didn't realize that was gonna happen. Um, it's caused by the threat of danger or harm. Again, this is looking into the future, the possibility of actual harm. And what I, what I decided to look into, I've realized there's two kinds of fear, right? And I'm again looking at my notes, and don't worry about it, I'm human. 
is caused, fear is caused by two things. You've got actual fear, threat of danger. I'll give you an example. Um, a tiger walks into your lounge. You're sat in the middle of a lounge and a tiger walks in. That is actual fear. You should be scared at that moment. Your body will react. You'll get the symptoms of fight or flight. You decide to either fight with this tiger or run away, right? That's actual fear. Now, the other kind of fear that I've got is perceived fear, thought fear, right? Thoughts are just sentences in your mind that you're creating a potential scary situation. Let's go back to your tiger again. Your tiger is in Chester Zoo, right? You're thinking about the possibility that that tiger may escape from Chester Zoo at some stage, come down the motorway, get into your back garden, your garden specifically, no one else's garden, and then end up in your lounge. Can you see the difference? You've got the actual fear, the fear of the tiger that sat in your lounge at the time, or the perceived fear of what may happen. And again, it's usually these 1% chances, like I used to worry about when I had anxiety, like Final Destination, the movie, this 1% plus this 1% plus this other 1% would create this scary situation, right? The actual thing is, at the moment, the tiger is in the zoo. It's perfectly safe. There are other people taking control of that tiger and making sure it doesn't break into your lounge, right? So there's the difference. If you can get that, that makes sense. Now, actual fear, the fight or flight fear when the tiger is in the lounge is helpful. That has come down through generations, generations, ancestors of ours when they lived in caves. They've evolved to survive. Actual fear is survival fear. Perceived fear is just your body sort of reacting to your perceived fear, right? It's not hardwired into us. It's just thinking about potential situations that may cause problems. There's a big difference between the two. And once you can start understanding the difference between the two, that's how you can handle fear. I mean, look at this, right? I'm doing my Facebook Live right now. I'm scared, yes, I'm a little bit nervous, it's a little bit uncomfortable, it's a bit different, but I'm not in any physical danger. The tiger's not in my lounge. Okie dokie, now, the second bit about it is, I've been studying a book called um, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers, which again was handy for today because I felt the fear and I'm doing it anyway. She looks at three levels of fear, okay? There's three levels she sees. She sees level one, which is external fear. You're either scared of something passive, like dying or getting ill or whatever like that, or something active, like public speaking or appearing on Facebook Live, like I'm doing right now. Okay, she has level two, which is internal fear. That's the fear being created by yourself. And I get all these men, I keep getting distracted. I'm so easily distracted. These messages keep popping up. And I, <laughs> so sorry about that. So yeah, level two, internal fear. That's the fear that's been created by yourself, okay? It's the fear of not succeeding. So again, I'm scared of being on Facebook Live. I'm scared of people laughing at me, people saying what you said on there was nonsense, tripping over my words. But then again, if I looked at it from a sensible point of view, I talk to people all the time. You know what I mean? It's, it's no different. But then, yeah, you've got level two, this internal fear. Level three is the real fear. This is the person thinking, I can't handle it. I can't handle the outcomes of that. So it's me thinking about Facebook Live. Let's go back again. I'm thinking, oh my word, what happens if someone takes the mick out of me for being on Facebook Live? What if someone laughs at me? What if someone puts a horrible comment after the fact? Can you see what I mean? This is, it's not the actual fear of doing it. It's the fear of the outcome that comes with it. And it's all starting with thoughts and sentences in your mind, not the actual thing you're doing. Now then, she also says there's five truths of fear. Now, I find this really interesting. This is great stuff. Everyone has fear and hides from it. So you're not, you know, you're not special. <laughs> you're, you're just suffering from thing that everyone else suffers, right? Facing your fear, number two, is the only way to overcome it. So here I am on Facebook Live doing the best I can. Now, everyone gets feelings after good feelings after overcoming your fear. So later on today, I'll be sat there and I'll be thinking, yay, I did my Facebook Live and I feel great about it and I'm not scared about it anymore. And there comes the next one. If you push through fear, that's the best way to deal with it. 
if you do a Facebook Live once, Bevan, you'll feel much better about it doing a second time and you won't be scared of it forever. And the last one, number five, everyone gets fear in unfamiliar territory. Okay, well, I'm here again in unfamiliar territory. It's really easy to tie it all back to this, but you can tie it back to whatever you're feeling fear of. Okay, now then, let's look back at that definition I came before. It's called an unpleasant emotion. That's all it says, it's an unpleasant emotion. And if you look hard, that's all it really is. Actually, genuine fear, genuine fear is just an unpleasant feeling in your body. Just when you feel a little bit, ooh, you know, your stomach tightens, you feel a bit, a bit nervous, your palms get sweaty. And what's that? It's your flight or fight response, right? So it's not actually that painful. It's not, it's not, you know, I'm not hurting right now doing what I'm doing. I just had that horrible feeling it was not going to go, go so well. And that was all thoughts. It was all just sentences in my mind, triggering emotions in my body. Okay? Now then, let's go to the next thing. It's not as scary as it would be. All that's happening is my inbuilt feeling, I, what I'm doing, I'm going for that third level of fear. I'm looking past the actual thing and looking what it might come in the future, right? What's really happening is I'm just worried about the outcome. And here I am now doing what I'm doing on Facebook Live and it's nowhere near as painful. I'm not hurting inside. I'm not, in fact, now I'm fairly relaxed. So it's, it's just about pushing through those thoughts because I would say, what, 90% of fear is thought? Because 10% is that tiger in your lounge. 90% of the fear you feel is probably you're imagining that tiger in Chester Zoo that may or may not get out. Make sense? Of course it does. You see, I was, something else I, I tried to look at is, is I, I tell myself a lot of scary stories or used to when I was anxious about how my life was going to fall apart, how my wife, when she went to the shops, wasn't going to come back, she was going to get kidnapped, all this. My brain would run away with myself. And I was looking into this and there's a chap called Yogi Sadhguru, right? Who's this kind of yoga teacher and a bit of a, a mystic, a bit of a thinker. And he said that we can't overcome what doesn't exist. So I thought it was massively great. He was like telling this guy who asked him about fear, sort of what he should do. He said, you're basically making horror movies in your mind the whole time. Change the channel. Think about something different. So that's me thinking, oh, my wife's going down the shops, like she's not going to come back, blah, blah, blah. If I'd changed the channel then, it would have been completely different. And it's, it's how you look at these things and how you look at these things in your mind. And he was saying, you know, you can either be creative or you can be anxious. Deepak Chopra says that perfectly. Your brain's got two paths. You could choose a path that's creative or a path that's anxious. And all I was doing was choosing this anxious path. My brain was being creative, but it was creating anxiety. Instead of creating, I don't know, who knows what? This kind of stuff, you know? Stuff that people can take a lot from. Anyway, my... The way I try and help people who are anxious with, with their fears and with the things they think is tell them to change the channel, tell them to change the story, reframe it, ask yourself, what's the worst that could possibly happen? I'm scared of going off Facebook Live, here I am again. What's the worst that could happen? I can make a fool of myself, I can say something stupid. Well, I do that all the time anyway. With my friends, my family, anyone else. It's just because it's out there in the world for everyone to see, but it's coming from a good place. I'm trying to tell people good things. So. If I reframe it and think, well, at least I'm out there doing something, at least I'm showing up, at least I'm trying and I'm pushing through some fear to do something, it's changing the channel. It's, it's instead of being a horror story, it's, you know, it's a good story. It's a feel-good story. And I hope that makes sense to everyone. I mean, I may have some odd sensations while I'm doing it. Like I said before, sweaty palms, I might be a bit scared, but in the end, I'm pushing through fear and I'm changing my perception of what it feels like to do a Facebook Live. And it makes perfect sense. It's like you can do it with anything. As long as the benefits of the scary thing you're doing outweigh the thing you're going to have to go through, it's very worth it, isn't it? I mean, if I, 
If I'm sharing one thing with someone who watches this either on YouTube later, on Facebook now, or reads my blog, or listens to the podcast that I'm going to make from this, if they can take one thing from this, it's been worth me feeling uncomfortable for 10, 15 minutes. And that's how I've reframed this. So I kind of talked you through how I coached myself to be able to do this. And you can coach yourself in scary situations the same way. Just reframe it. Take the thought. Think, okay, let's look at some evidence behind this thought. A bit like the tiger in the lounge. Is the tiger currently in my lounge? No, it's in Chester Zoo. Is it safe? Yes. You know, you see what it is. We're fighting this thing that is inbuilt in ourselves, right? Your body and your mind are trying to keep yourself, keep you safe all the time. Okay. But you have to sort of question it. It's, it's when it's not managed and when it's not controlled, it can get out. Of, it can get out of control. It can take over. So what you've got to do is almost challenge it, like as if you're a lawyer in court, you know, there's, there's a tiger in Chester Zoo. Yeah, but what chance is it going to get out? It's probably got a huge, massive fence around it. It's, you know, got keepers who are watching it 24 hours a day. It's then got to get out the zoo. It's then got to travel down the motorway. It's then got to pick my house out of everyone. It wouldn't stand up in court, right? And that's what I tend to do is I coach myself out of the bad thought and into a thought that works. I can ignore the tiger for now until it's here. And there we go. That's how I get rid of my fear anyway. Now, I would say the last thing to share with you is, is also when you start having these thoughts, when these fearful thoughts and these sort of scary thoughts, be kind to yourself. Treat yourself with a little bit of compassion. Treat yourself with a little bit of, of care. Don't say things to yourself that you wouldn't say to your best friend, is what I say to most people I coach. It's, you know, if you catch yourself having these scary thoughts, catch yourself having anxious thoughts, don't beat yourself up about it. We all have anxious thoughts. It's all completely normal. The thing is, it's how we then treat ourselves afterwards. It's whether we carry on believing them or we try and reframe them and change them and alter them. This is the thing, but be compassionate with it. Don't, don't beat yourself up. Don't sort of put yourself in a corner. It's not worth it. Everyone is anxious. That is one of the five rules I just described. Everyone has fear. It's perfectly fine. Okay, so this week, I've got a few little things that you should try for me to see if you can stop giving yourself sort of scary thoughts, stop telling yourself scary stories, right? Know it's easier to face the fear once you've done it than to live with fear forever. So if you're scared of going to the dentist, yes, it's a natural thing to do because it's not a great place, you know, they drill into your teeth and do odd things to you, right? But once you come back from the dentist, once you've done it, sometimes you're like, well, I don't know what I was worried about. It's that facing that fear, go through it once, is better than sort of putting it off and putting it off and living in fear for the rest of your life, okay? Number two, note that it's your thoughts that are backing up a survival situation that you're hardwired to do. It's just misplacing those thoughts. Let's go to back to the tiger again, right? The tiger's in your lounge, that's correctly placed. You should be scared. The tiger's in Chester Zoo, there's no need to worry about it. All it's doing is overreacting. It's your survival instinct is trying too hard to keep you safe. We live in a kind of world now where we don't need to be kept safe 24 seven. When we were living in a cave, we did. But now the world is different, but we haven't evolved past that survivalist sort of egg. That survival instinct hasn't evolved out of us. It's not evolved out of us. It's not changed. It's still there. It's looking for a job to do. But 99% of the time, there isn't a job to do. Now then, the third thing I'd ask you to do is stop telling yourself scary stories. Like I said before, change the channel, like Sadhguru says. It's, you know, it's your mind. It's your choices. It's your thoughts. You choose what to think. And I'll work on that in another session, but it's so important to know that your thoughts are not you. You choose what you think. You choose which thoughts you pay attention to. So tell yourself some good stories, okay? Now, choose the positive thought on the thing that you're looking at, right? Soften any negative thoughts that come through. So let me, let me try and explain that. I'm scared of going on Facebook Live was my original thought. 
that's a scary thought. I soften that thought by thinking, I'm scared of going on Facebook Live, but that's okay, because a lot of people will be scared of Facebook Live going out to the world, okay? So what I've done, I've changed that scary thought into a more neutral thought. I'm like everyone else. I'm no different from everyone else. It's perfectly normal. Then I pushed that thought a little bit further with my mind and thought, well, I'm going on Facebook Live. It's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. It's a little bit scary. People will watch it. People might comment on it. However, I'm trying to help people. So it's coming from a good place. So if I make a mistake or I do something daft, yeah, someone might laugh at me, but 99% of the people will say, well, at least he's trying. You see? So what I've done is I've softened the thought and then improved it. And maybe my next thought might be, you know what? I quite like going on Facebook Live. It's quite good fun. So, and just my last bit of advice was, apart from being nice to yourself, is give it a go. Don't let a tiny sensation in your body or your mind stop you going for your goals. Imagine if you don't do something you've always wanted to do because you're a little bit scared, because it makes you feel a little bit funny in your tummy, or you've created these, these sort of thoughts that may ruin it. Don't do it. Go for it. Do what you can. Just push the boundaries. It, it might be scary the first time, but the second and third and fourth time, they'll be fine. It becomes a habit. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed this Omnicast this week, a new word that I've invented for the world. And pop over my Facebook page, have a look at that. Also, um, pop over to my Wellbeing Wiz website, wellbeingwiz.com. Send me an email, um, you know, just let me know if you've enjoyed it and comment on here. And then also, feel free to pop over to my website and download my free book, Calm Mind, Have to Stop Worrying in Seven Days. It's worth a read, give you sort of a week's worth of tips to stop, stop worrying. And uh, thanks for showing up. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot.